our fourth season. No, our fourth oh, nice. fourth when episode. I tell people when I oh fourth episode. Wait, which season is this? Is that three season? Third season? It's third. I think season, this is our but, fourth season. Oh, it might be. No? What, this is the fourth episode of this season that we're recording. Yeah, whatever this whatever season is that we're recording, season it it's is. way more seasons than anyone <laughs> expects. Yeah. When I tell them what season we're on, people are shocked. They're like, what? <laughs> yeah, they like they no, like didn't no. even notice. Yeah, there's I was no doing. way you guys are on one. <laughs> yeah. And they're wrong. Um, Ashley, take it away. Come on, lead us in. All right, all right. Welcome to Sorry Never Seen It. Uh, on this episode, we have a very special guest uh, who I guess I'll introduce and then you can sort of agree that that's who you are. Um, so our special guest is Walls. Can I say your last name? Trimble. <laughs> who we all went to college with and uh we are so happy to have her here to talk to us about dance moms <gasps> oh my god i agree that is true and it is a <laughs> pleasure to discuss this nightmare of a show oh the, ple- yeah, the pleasure is all ours the pleasure is all ours i'm so wow, glad you that's not this. true oh. No, I'm so like, I'm ecstatic. You suggested the show and mm-hmm. even more so after watching the episode you chose, which was very good. Selection. Mm, just bone chilling. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do um, you want to tell us what episode it is, Ashley? Yes. Season three, episode 23, uh, according to the Lifetime website, and I guess Hulu has a different numbering system. So if anyone's following along at home, make sure you go to lifetime.com. I'm assuming that's where you go. And uh, the name of the episode, I actually didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure it's Two Girls, One Solo. Yes. Am I right? Yes, okay. it is. Well, which I'm and just processing now is a play on Two Girls, Two Girls, One, one Cup. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. that which, is which tells you cultural phenomenon. <laughs> that's a weird thing to to give to two little girls. That's a that's weird like, uh, it's like they knew that that like formula was in the ether and they were like not or they did know that that's what it was from or whatever. But I think they were just sort of like, yeah, people are saying two blank, one blank all the time. It'll be perfect for this. Horrible. That's giving them a lot of credit of uh, ignorance. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was fully intentional. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, well, I mean, the, having a laugh. The show is not afraid to be like little girls sex. I don't know. These two things are floating near each other and we're not we're not there's, worried about that. Yeah. There's a solo where one of the little girls spanks herself multiple yeah. times during yeah. the dance. So that's just kind of um, where we're I don't at. have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, wait, that's something we should cut. Oh, and well, that's an example of saying something you shouldn't say and then cutting it after. Yeah, I just want to come out loud and proud of like not having a problem with that. I, I have to be honest, I feel like a little girl spanking herself. I also don't know if that's as problematic. That's <laughs> like that's like other parts of the show. I feel like there are parts no, all of, the of dance. it's problematic. There's parts all of the of dance it. where the girl's like, I'm in the club, and people ask me, Do you have a boyfriend? And right, I'm like, right, and right, I'm yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> what? And they're performing Creepy. for judges and they cut to the judges' faces and the judges' faces are just like, 100%, we sign off. 100%, yeah. no it issues. It really is. Love it. I, I think there's this like POV 
of like kids is like, they're just tiny adults and we're just kind of making them perform, Mm -hmm. you know, they're just little tiny doll versions of adults. So it's actually cute for them to like do adult things. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's not cute. And I take back what I said. Can I ask a question? Did, um, Walls, I'm going to start with you. Did any of Mm -hmm. you take a dance class as a child that kind of towed the line of making you sexy? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I had a little jazz outfit and we sang, let's hear it for the boy. Yeah. And I was like five. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I probably every single recital I was in was inappropriate on some level. I was actually just telling my partner about, I think it was my first recital in Florida. So I was about five years old. And so I was like, there were probably three-year-olds and then people my age performing. And the three-year-olds, their dance was to Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. So it's like children like maybe still wearing pull-ups talking about or dancing to a song where a grown man is like, she was scared to come out of the water because people would see her. Yeah, Yeah, in her tiny thong bikini covering her diaper. Yeah, They do like thong diapers. I feel like I saw a sketch of like thong diapers. Yeah, I've got a thong diaper on right now. Yeah. Well, that's appropriate, Katie. That makes sense. Yeah. You're, You're the right age for that. I am the right You're age. You're exactly the right age for that. <laughs> I'm 73 years old, but I still want to have fun with my husband. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> the truth. Um, I remember we did like Mambo number five mm-hmm. when I was little and polyamory. I had some mature Well, topic. that's not the problem. For me, it was that we had to wear like little tie up like bra kind of things and we were like doing a lot of this like shimmying and my mom mm. was like what the fuck is this and then the worst part was the the dance instructor I'll never forget she had her boyfriend no. come to take our measurements no and oh. so when my mom found out she was fucking furious obviously because this man was no. measuring, like taking the measurements of all these little girls. It was so fucked up. Ew. And like, know? he doesn't work at the studio. No, he's this her boyfriend. Like, yeah, no, this yeah. is a thing where he was like, I could help you out. And oh, she's like, I'll you. enable Yuck. you. Yes, that's exactly what it was. I feel like the people who are into QAnon are all into these like little, these like crazy conspiracy theories about child trafficking. And you're like, no, it's just like an average. no. It's dance where you studio. know they're the same people who are at this dance studio. Yeah. Yes. Like it's the if dance this... studio owner's boyfriend who's coming in to measure child's yeah. children yes. for yeah. their child's. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, no. It's child. like your child. The standard person who's measuring you for your dance costumes is absolutely the middle-aged woman who works at the front desk and is like best frenemies with the studio owner. And she has Mm -hmm. her favorites. And like this show does touch on that where like, I think through season two, Melissa, who's Mackenzie and Maddie's mom, she used to be Mm -hmm. that person who worked at the front desk so that her daughters could get discounts on dance. Ah, And then she gets she gets divorced and engaged to a man who's like yeah i'll fund their dance careers and so wow. she doesn't have to keep working okay wow. that's good to know that's a little background i didn't know that's oh fascinating. yeah oh yeah 
I can do I can do dance studio gossip all day because Please. that was all I wanted to do as a kid. That was my like main extracurricular. So oh, when this was the gossip. Out, the gossip. When we part. were yeah, we were at Northwestern and like streaming barely existed in the 20 beginning of the 2010s, but yeah. I mm-hmm. was watching <laughs> Lifetime on my laptop in my dorm. Wow. To try to get my dance mom's fix. Yeah, Lifetime oh, was wow. ahead of the curve. Oh yeah, okay. they were. Um, Ashley, um, do you want to have a, recap. a short, short little recap? Yeah, I have a really good recap, and I'm actually okay, really proud of. Um, let's, let's hear it. Let's get into it. <laughs> okay. Okay, and Walls, feel. I mean, feel free to interrupt me, or or you can. No, no, I want you to go. Yeah. Okay. We mostly okay, want to so. hear from Walls. Like you know. Yeah. Yeah, to be we're, clear, we're going to shut, be the, we're gonna shut the fuck up when when you. Talk. I'm doing this recap, but you can also talk over me as I do the recap. Yes, <laughs> um, we'll see how that sounds. Um, so this episode originally aired in 2013, back when child abuse was reality TV's bread and butter. Um, the episode uh, centers on rehearsals leading up to a competition called the powerhouse dance competition in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and then the performances at the competition. <laughs> so one thing that's happening in the episode the is powerhouse two moms. In Fort Wayne, Indiana. Sorry, keep going. That's right. Uh, one thing that happens in the episode is there's these two moms, Christy and Kelly, who are fighting. They're having a fight that's sort of carrying over from the previous episode. There's also a rivalry going on between Christy's daughter, Chloe, and Melissa's daughter, Maddie. Um, and Maddie, of course, is the most famous like person, I think, from the the series because she went on to be in the Sia music video. More than one music video, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's um, like Sia's and, muse. Right, exactly. And and Maddie is clearly Abby's favorite. Abby is the one who owns this dance studio. Um, so Abby decides to give Maddie and Chloe the same solo to compete against each other uh, to basically get back at Chloe's mom, Christy, for complaining about Abby's favoritism. So at the competition, there's uh, two of the younger girls who compete in the mini solo category. Asia, who does the too hot to handle dance that you guys mentioned, she wins first place. And then Mackenzie, who's Maddie's little sister, who wins second place. Backstage, uh, mothers Christy and Jill reveal that they know Maddie actually gets extra practice time because they staked out the studio and like spied and filmed Maddie rehearsing. And Abby is like, I don't have time to worry about this solo drama, which like she created um, because the company's group performances about to begin. And this is a routine called Living with the Ribbon. And it's about cancer. (laughs) Um, And it wins first place. (laughs) Um, then there's one point where Kelly and Christy, who are the moms who are fighting, they make up backstage because Kelly is crying about her father who died of prostate cancer. And Christy's sort of like, it's not, it's not worth it to fight. Um, so then finally they're, uh, announcing, oh no, then Chloe and Maddie each perform their same solo, same costume, same song, same choreography, uh, in the junior solo category. And then when they announce the winners, Maddie is announced as second place and Chloe is announced first place. Then backstage, the announcer, yes, a big upset. upset. And then the announcer comes and finds them afterwards. Like, actually, a judge screwed up their scoring. They explain it. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. Um, And Maddie is actually the winner, which is horrifying and like just gutting because for a second, Chloe thought that she had won. Um, But then it's revealed that the discrepancy was only discovered after Abby went to the judges and was like, it's like bullshit that 
that Maddie didn't win. And they were like, oh, shoot, you're right. We found this discrepancy. We made a mistake. That's the end of the episode. Well done. Yeah, yeah you hit everything. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Is that the best recap I ever did? Yes. It's that was great. Really, that was br- honestly, like, I'd say the best recap of the entire series. Yeah, it was very well done. Very, um, you killed it. Oh my god! It read like professional, like you were it a professional did. recapper. Oh, Are you a recap? Is that what you do? You're a recapper, or is that? Just, oh, I heard she's professional. Just, you're just oh. in my spare time. Yeah. Just that, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Are you your union? Yeah, you you union. Yeah. You should be on Almost. strike right now. I was gonna say you shouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah, you shouldn't actually. <laughs> Ew. Oops. Actually, scab. You're Sorry, a scab. I'm a scab. You're a fucking scab. A scab. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I went to from recap hero to scab in a matter of seconds. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the show. You thought you were the winner. Oh, and then it wow. turns out oh your teacher, your choreographer, your boss didn't like that you beat her other employee. So she's going to go to the judges and make sure that you know you're not good enough. Yeah. yeah, and your child, like, also your child. And don't also, that. I do feel like a child. child, and it feels like this is what happened to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it feels pretty bad. It does feel bad. Um, can we, we do superlatives? Yeah. Can we talk? I just have to get this off my chest. If we're talking okay. so much, Abby, can we talk about how everything that comes out of Abby's mouth, every word, is at the exact yeah. same volume and pitch? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, everything what is- I will say. She does actually have two. Okay, let's hear them. She's kind of like um, seasons in Florida. It's like there's (laughs) There's two. two. Mm -hmm. Um, And she has the yell, which I think is probably what you're referencing. Because in this episode, she doesn't have a cold in this episode and she hasn't lost her voice in this episode. Those are things that happen in other oh. episodes. I wonder and when why that she happens. Her voice. She gets she gets like this like whisper where it's <laughs> she's communicating her emotions, and you have to get out there, point your toes. Like that's wow. the other voice. Wow, wow. And that I was think vivid. this yeah. is like skipping a little bit to the armchair. Um, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. think we do armchair I, all along. Yeah. Okay, great. I, as a um, not a trained clinician of any kind, am here to say that I (laughs) feel pretty solid that she's a narcissist. Oh, how dare you? How dare you say that? These two voices actually like serve her abuse patterns because she has this like strong, like you, uh, what's oh my god what's the Almost phrase like, like explicit no pain no abuse. gain uh-huh. like no pain no oh, gain like yeah. that is very normal in a dance studio it's like 10 more push-ups you were late get on the floor right now i want to see sit-ups like that kind mm. of militant energy mm-hmm. and then i think she uses this other one to play up like i'm soft i'm a victim i'm Mm. um i'm connecting with you i'm not this big scary thing like this is actually me and that is Mm. part of how she plays her manipulation Mm. yeah Yeah. you see a hint of it when she's talking Talking to them cancer about oh my god i wrote down that entire speech i don't think it was so unhinged i don't think anyone has really broken cancer down the way that abby has no like no talking about it i was like i don't know if i did know what cancer was before abby explained it to me i think she really (laughs) elaborated she manages 
to directly compare um, the ugliness of cancer to the beauty of youth. <laughs> yeah. No one's ever done that on television that yeah. I've watched before. Yeah. No, no. It was like groundbreaking. It was like the most disturbing string of words I've ever yeah. seen come out of a person. Can I mouth. read it? Oh, Please. Yeah. May, yeah. I, may I read it? Please. Listen to me. Listen to me. How many people here know somebody that's died of cancer? Is that a painful thing? Is it a loss of dignity? Do you know what that means, girls? You're not in control of your body. Mm. Yes. And you feel this big. How many of you think you can lift your dad? I yeah, did that. That, was, that took a, that was a that. wild turn right there. My dad had a brain tumor. He had a seizure and collapse on the bathroom floor. It's not pretty. And you're all very pretty. Come here. Right now, people are living with the ribbon. People are living with cancer every day. And that's what you're showing. That's what the dance is about. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's it's interesting when she, she like yanked it one turn to make it completely about herself. And yes. then the way that she like yanked us out of there to be like, you're all very pretty. Like the way that she's just sort of like, mm-hmm. I'm getting too much on myself. It's being too explicit, my narcissism. So I'm going to make it about mm-hmm. you, but in this extremely like de- demeaningly humanizing way. Yeah. When I was rewatching it, my partner came in and was like, yeah, and that's bad. <laughs> you're all very pretty. And like the subtext is, and that's wrong. You're not supposed to be that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the way she communicates, um, which is also tied into narcissism is leaving people confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Word salad. Yoinked around. Emotional confusion. Yeah. Because you're like, I mean, basically these girls are listening to to it to find out if they're in trouble, you know? So it's like yes. any next thing she says could be getting them in big trouble. So they're yes. hanging on every word. You know, it's like yes. it's suspenseful and scary. Oh, yeah. I think um, one thing that is worth noting for anybody who has not seen this show is that every episode starts with a hierarchical pyramid of where the girls stand in Abby's favor. So the girls on the bottom are bad and the girl at the top better be careful that she doesn't become bad next week. Like there's never actually any real winning because it's so brief and it's so punishing. It's horrible. They have their headshots taped up. For me, it's just if we're doing um, kind of uh, superlatives. No, just our armchair psychology still. Like Mm -hmm. the fact that these moms like let this kind of happen, like they'll roll their eyes or they'll talk back a little. But at the same time, they're bringing their daughters back all the time. Yeah. And I just feel like that's also a huge part of the problem. And then so much of the drama is the moms having beef with these little girls. Like for one of the moms, the mom who had um, the other Christy mom who had like come from mm-hmm. L.A. had been absent the week prior. Whose like daughter she, had a lot of what, herself. Yes. Well, a lot of what she was saying was like. Well, I'm watching Kenzie. What I'm really thinking right now is, can you be cute all your life? Can that cute factor last? I don't think so. Like stuff like Mm -hmm. that, where it's like vicious to like a little girl instead of like Abby or the mom. It's like you're literally 
fighting with oh and then chloe's mom says chloe danced beautifully and if i were melissa and maddie i'd be worried like stuff like that like you're just like pitting these little girls against one another Mm -hmm. in such an unhealthy way and i'm just like the moms are also the problem abby sucks but these moms also suck yeah i mean 100 percent. my superlative was highest concentration of deranged women Mm -hmm. that i've ever seen on television (laughs) just like Mm -hmm. the amount uh, also i said most potent mother-daughter wound show. Like, yes. you're just watching, like, these mother-daughter wounds, like, just, like, festering mother-daughter wounds. And I feel like the clearest moment that, like, for me, where I was like, oh, okay, that's what the show's about, is when it begins and Abby is showing the pyramid and they're and the girls, the little, the girls who are the dancers are looking at it. And then their mothers are standing in a row, like, next to them. And then a couple of the mothers are standing in, like, dance poses. They've got yes. like a, a like foot ahead of them, like posed. And I'm like, okay, so clearly these mothers themselves were dancers and they're like, mm-hmm. inve- they ha- they see like their, ch- their daughters are just extensions of them. They're just living out mm-hmm. their fantasies mm-hmm. of a dancer's life. And mm-hmm. because they were maybe abused by their dance teacher, they're like, yeah, okay, this is fine with Abby's doing. I just feel like most parents, Abby's the kind of person that I think we've all had this experience where your parents like bring you around somebody it could be someone in your family could be a random stranger on the street and they start being crazy and your parents just <laughs> kind of shepherd you away they're like oh okay cool 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 and they kind of yes. like pull you away like that would be i think most adults natural reaction to having their child around abby is they'd be like yeah okay we're gonna go over here now and like pull <laughs> their bye. kids away yeah but instead these moms are like oh no we're driving these these daughters here every day and we're actually making like enormous sacrifices to make sure and that they they're, come. they're there for the entire practice like in this yes. holding room i said most hostage like situation for the cast <laughs> of reality show because there's like stockholm syndrome yes. happening but it's yes. like these people are yes. together for like hours and it's like the, the moms don't have any life outside of this and then they're all just sort of like whatever abby says mm-hmm. goes and then just sort of infighting and it's kind of i mean it's like so okay. fucked up Incredible that you picked up on all of these things. So, Chloe, um, I believe you're referencing Kelly. She's standing pretty much in fourth position while they're doing the pyramid. <laughs> Guess who Kelly's dance teacher was 30 years ago? Was it Abby's Abby? dad? Abby? It was Abby? Abby Lee Miller. Oh my God. How old is she? <laughs> She's like, I think. She must be older than she looks. She's like, oh, well, Abby, I think, is about 50 at this point in the show. And Kelly, I think, was like 40 something. Abby started teaching when she was like 12 or 13. Her mom owned the studio. So Abby also has a dance mom. Okay. Okay. Walls, the way you told me that. Kelly was taught by Abby? It felt yes. like you told me a ghost story. Like, that's how I actually feel. It's like you just were like, you were like, and I found her gravestone in the graveyard. And it read like, that's how I feel. You just telling me like, guess who? It's just as scary. Yeah. That is so spooky. Um. So, spooky. yeah. So Kelly has been going to the studio for 30 years. She, she's been haunting us. Um, she's a ghost who's trapped in the studio. And her oldest daughter, Brooke, who's the oldest member of this competition team, used to be the Maddie. She was Abby's favorite. But then she started to get older and go through puberty and have other interests and like 
not be a little baby who would, you know, perform just for Abby. Oh my God. And she transferred her out. Um, Ashley, I forget. What did you say? Hostage situation. Hostage situation. Um, so the, um, the moms, I'm try- I believe they all have other kids except maybe Asia's mom, Christy. I'm not positive if they have other siblings. Maddie and Mackenzie are Melissa's only kids. So they're both at the studio. So like when she's at the studio, she's with her kids. But uh, her husband has said on the show, her ex-husband, first husband said that the reason a huge part of why they got divorced was because of dance. <laughs> so yes. it doesn't help most relationships, but um, I think every other parent there has other kids just doing something who knows what. Um, and then Katie about talking about like, why do they stay? I mean, that, that is like the thesis of the show or like the, the hypothesis mm. of the show is, you yeah. know, they stay for whatever reason. Um, Two possible things that you could test are the contracts that they have. So they have two contracts going simultaneously while they while they're filming the show. The first is the competition contract with Abby Lee's company. They have to sign that at the beginning of the year saying that they're going to pay a certain amount of money. It's a lot. It's I think it's somewhere between like 16 and $30,000 per child. Okay. Um, and I don't know if that actually includes the expenses of traveling to places like Fort Wayne, Jesus. Indiana. And costumes. Um, it, it might end costumes. Costumes. And for reference, in 2013, like one of those costumes would easily be a hundred bucks and they never repeat a costume. So uh, they have that money. And in their contract with Abby, I think there's some sort of non-compete where it says that they won't go to a different dance studio in the area for at least a year. So that's one contract. The other contract is with Lifetime. And when they signed it, it was for season one. And it said, I, again, I'm not 100% positive. I'm not a clinician or a lawyer, Um, but I believe it was for a six season run. And there was like a ton of stuff that if they broke it, they could be sued for like everything that they, all of their assets, basically. What? Um, so some of these, some of these mother daughter duos are feel really stuck in this situation. They yes, and you add to that one more thing, which is that the cult of dance says that you expire at a pretty young age obviously in this competition world but also like even professional dancers like it's a huge deal to have a 20-year career and in any other industry like well any other non-performing arts industry um (laughs) that's like not that difficult and so i think there's this added pressure of like well, my kid is really passionate about this. They do have a lot of promise. The people around you are telling you like, you've got to get them going now because this is when you develop the technique and the skills so that you can do this thing for as long as you can do it, which ends when like you're 25. Yeah. So I think they also have that like biological clock element. Not to say that I would let my kids do this, but I do think... um. You don't 
you don't always feel the pot boiling when you're the frog, right? Like yeah. they, well, they all, they've all, and they've all been there since their girls were like three years old. So uh, they didn't come in like being like fully sentient. It was just like, no, they're just like little and like, oh, they're getting attention and they love coming here and their friends are here. And like, it just spirals. Oh my Jesus fucking Christ. That is insane. That's so yeah. dark. That's that's way darker than I even realized. The idea of well, like that, also, the legal aspect of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's one more the, thing. Oh. Um with with the um lifetime contract, apparently, and this is alleged, I believe, but the moms were told or it was insinuated that the producers would make their kids look bad if they tried to leave like they would edit them to look terrible there was one girl who was only on a few episodes and she received death threats because what? of how she was edited oh yeah. my god so like you also have this element now where you feel like you have to protect your kids but you have to keep them in it because if you try to take them out they're gonna like really damage their whole reputation but i'm like yeah but you also made them in hugely public to begin with yeah right mm-hmm. right yeah wow. wow well at this point it's it's season three so mm-hmm. there's not yet like a pathway to like life after dance moms right but i'm wondering if in the later seasons when they bring in sort of new newer new mm-hmm. blood fresh blood or whatever if they're sort of like yeah i'm gonna be the next maddie ziggler if there's more of like this kind of yeah Thing. That's I think even for sure people more into it. I mean, I think that's why Asia comes on the show because she's not mm-hmm. in the previous seasons. And that that has happened before on the show where like you get like some mom in L.A. who's getting her kids into commercials is like, oh, we could get on TV real quick. And we don't already live in Pittsburgh and we're just going to come like help Abby get some wins. I forgot it was in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God, it's not even in. So, so there, I think their contracts are different, but like for this, these OGs, and that's also, I think why they're so petty with the sort mm-hmm. of like visiting or transient moms is because they don't have the same punishments. And I'm like, right. but you guys are missing the point. Like this is what white men did when they were running slavery is like they would keep the people they were oppressing fighting with each other right so that they couldn't actually revolt against the system you're right because if they had all banded together and were like we're all gonna leave unless there are these things like the show they they do push back against the show in season two they do try to do that and then it just really fizzles and so that's when i think they must have been given the legal threats Wow. Yeah. That a horrible is situation. So scary. Yeah. That is really scary. But it does give it, it gives me a sense of why they're putting up with all this. And also you get the sense that some of the moms are just trying to get by. I don't know how to describe it. It's like some of them you feel like they're just kind of like some feel really invested in the nonsense, and some of them feel like they're just mm-hmm. like trying to get through like like there was one woman who I think it was Nia was her daughter was like bottom of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Holly, 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 some other same. Holly was like, I think she did great, and I'm going to yes. tell her. You know, I'm going to tell her that, and I don't know what Abby's talking about. So you're like, okay, so some of these moms are not 
buying everything Abby says. Like they're not mm-hmm. enforcing what Abby says at home. No. So. And I think that has just got to be so confusing for the kids um, because I, I imagine them getting in the car and after practice and, you know, driving home and like the parents being like, that was total BS. Like, don't believe a word she says. Like, you know who you are. You're strong. You're capable. I thought you danced beautifully. And it's like, yeah, that is what a parent should say after like a moment of harassment. But then they bring them back the next day. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, to me, it becomes this feeling of why does Abby control? I mean, I don't know. To me, it would create a whole complex of like this part of constantly the rest of their lives falling under the power and sway of narcissists and being afraid of them because they just saw their family like completely like bow down Mm -hmm. to this like narcissistic bully. Right. And I guess like the the one redeeming thing, (laughs) the part of this that isn't like crypto is that they're is something real like they are getting to dance they are getting dance training and they are Mm. getting to compete so it's not like there's nothing at the end of this it's like no there's a medal or there's a sia commercial i mean like it totally changed (laughs) maddie ziegler's life like she's an actor now she's in movies so my dance studio's my mom specifically chose studios where we didn't do the whole competition run because she was like, that's way too expensive. I don't have time to take you somewhere every weekend and like not see your other siblings and your dad. Like, no, you you can dance a lot, but we're not going to do mm-hmm. this whole racket. Um, but towards the end of my dance time, which was like end of middle school, beginning of high school, we did a couple competitions and they were so competitive. like. I, we were watching people who like probably are now professional dancers, like truly, yeah. truly amazing. I love um, when we have an expert come on. Like, <laughs> so into it. Dance expert. So yeah. the childhood dance under- expert. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like speaking of like slutty costumes on children, I have photos. Oh, wow. So I would love to see the- them. I would love if we all could share dance photos because I, I oh, also oh, have yeah. to wear like a belly shirt. And yes like, yeah the and amount like bell bottoms when i do exposure yeah. yeah which again is like not inherently sexual but i don't know boys are in like button-down shirts and pants <laughs> yeah. right yeah. right so should we finish our superlatives yeah. and um quotes corners i think we did a lot yes. of them yeah um, yeah for funny mike oh go ahead you haven't done one yet Katie, um, take your turn. <laughs> Thank you. Um, for my one of my favorite quotes of the entire episode was Asia when they were talking about cancer and she's crying. And Abby's like, oh, are you crying because I'm sad? And she goes, well, my dad, <laughs> when I wasn't born, but it was like a long time ago, my dad, his dog Diablo died. It was just so hard <laughs> for him. And this is like everyone's <laughs> talking about like their dad having cancer or like dying. Yeah. And she's like my before I was sobbing. born. Before I was born, my dad's dog died of cancer. <laughs> That's her way in. Five. She's five. It was so cute. It was my favorite. It was absolutely adorable, and she she was really sobbing and just like, what a sweetie pie. I like. I loved her. I thought that was so cute. 
That was my favorite part. <laughs> um, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go sorry, ahead. I've been doing. Oh, fun. I just had funniest reference to the Blair Witch Project, which was <laughs> when <laughs> the, when my list. Chloe and Maddie are made to face the wall <laughs> while the other one is rehearsing the same solo, and and one of the moms. Uh, I think Christy. I think Christy. Yeah, yeah. Christy was like, "It's like the Blair Witch Project," and I thought that was hilarious and accurate. Like, extremely it was like, accurate. Up. Yes, <laughs> agreed. I was like, "Wow, nice like <laughs> reference to pull out, Christy." Unexpected. Yeah. You are a Blair Witch yeah. Project fan, but Very okay. <laughs> they also in that episode they have her and Kelly as like a bonding exercise. Go and dye some fabric. So there's. After she talks about Blair Witch Project, there's a shot of her just like running her hands through bloody red water. Yes. <laughs> they were like, oh, this, this was like a horror, horror movie. This will this will be a gateway for the horror fans. Yeah. Um, for superlative, I have uh, that the the era is most likely to die on a hill for a side part, volume bangs and mm. volume earrings. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Youch. It's not one. It's all three at once. Yeah. Not a single middle part. Oh, no. yeah. You're right. They hadn't found their yeah. way back yet <laughs> to the middle part. Um, it's also like um, the fact that Abby gave Asia the title of like worst performer because she sang along to the lyrics yeah. during her performance. It's just like horrible. Not what and you she expect won. for essentially a she drag won. show. Yeah. She won. So that that's the thing. It's like even if you win, you've lost. You've done something wrong. Right. You have to mm. Abby always keeps the carrot out of reach. There's mm. no winners. Mm -hmm. Abby was so silly I loved how much like she would just like openly talk shit about these girls parents to them like yes to, to Chloe she was or she was like Chloe the name of your solo is called you can because you can get better you can listen to your mother and do what she wants you to do or you can listen to me and do what I want you to do like why are you saying this to a little girl like don't listen to your mom listen to me to manipulate yeah. her. Yes. Yeah. To feel powerful. Man, it's like crazy. So many lines crossed. Well, often it so cuts many back lines. to the girls' faces and they're just blank. They're just like totally <laughs> numb and blank. Oh, right. I'm like, okay. Talking cool. about like when did you dissociate watching this? That's <laughs> yeah, all they fully dissociated. They're out. Oh, yeah. yeah. These and girls. It's, it's wild because they're dancing. Like they have to be in their bodies, but they really don't. Well, I turns out. always I've always thought that like child ch child perform children child kid performers child performers yeah child performers <laughs> are like inherently like they creep me out because there's something yes. about the like smile that they taste on and like there's sort of like it's like I saw Music Man on Broadway and I was just like you get the kids off the stage yes. like let them go home and have ch childhoods like don't make them tap and dance and smile for me like I don't want to be a yeah. part of that yeah I feel like that was clear in the scenes where the kids were walking off stage and you're seeing them from the wings and they're just like waving 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 smiling and then as <laughs> soon as they're off stage they drop like, it yeah, yeah. But no, when they're opposite Abby, like even with the pyramid, all of their faces were blank. Like it was like they had mm -hmm. just put up a wall, which is again, yes. just not. It's interesting because my whole thing with kids on reality shows are often 
the reality shows where kids act the most like kids. We like make fun of them kind of. But then that we mm. see things like this on Dance Moms where the girls are not, these girls are not acting age appropriately. Like mm-hmm. they really mm-hmm. are not. And the times they are, I don't know if it's being filmed. Like we're just seeing them when they're, there are these little wind like, up dolls. Yeah, wind up dolls. Like we're not seeing them, their their personalities that much. Maybe that's just this episode. I don't know, Wallace, if it other episodes use their no, personalities that's, more. That's but- the entire industry, certainly for child performers and especially in dance. Um, mm. I remember getting to Northwestern and asking my acting teacher what the hierarchy was when you were in a play because I couldn't <laughs> figure it out. Because when you're a dancer, unless you are creating a piece with the choreographer, in which case like you're a principal at some company and you're like so so in a league of your own, unless that's happening, you are silent you are told what to do and you do it. Yeah. Right. So it is like very robotic. And I, it was so strange acting. I was like, wait, why are we talking? Like we're allowed to say like, Mm. Oh, I don't know if this makes sense. And it's like, like talking back to the director, you mean? Yeah. Or even just asking a question or like saying like, Oh, well, when I did it yesterday, I learned this about it what do you think like that would be seen as insubordination in a lot of dance environments Mm. not all but i think largely and especially with young people because i don't know that's just like the popular methodology Mm. um wow and abby is able to use that in her defense because she's saying well you want to be professionals this is what it takes and she's right like they do have to be that way in order to work professionally. Um, but also the moms have to be way less dramatic because yeah. producers, real producers on like shows and stuff don't want to deal with the egos of the parents. Mm. Mm. Um, um, so I'm, I have one more superlative. I have a couple more. Maybe that'll be more um cheerful yeah fire one, them off fire them off one is most sketch comedy wig haircuts i've ever seen like all of them <laughs> all of the moms had haircuts where i was like that's literally what yeah sketch oh, comedians what? wear in wigs like soccer mom <laughs> bobs yeah weird bobs yeah. all like angled and like different layers it's like yeah. it's like just after kate plus eight it's like, yes. it, like K plus eight ran so that this could kind of grow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ran so this could walk. It's like a little. Yeah. Calmer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then um, I said, I said too many armless flips for children to do. Yes. <laughs> oh there were just simply too many flips that involved the children tucking their arms. Under. And I was like, no, no, no. Let's have the arms out. We got to let's. Uh, why are we not using arms? Your children. <laughs> really freaked you this for safety why because that's how you get the most points is to do an armless flip pretty much yeah like all of these tricks there's there's a great episode which was my second choice to give you all today but alas um where they go and they audition for the joffrey ballet summer program and what i will say is like competition dance is one world ballet is a total other world oh i've seen center stage absolutely yes there you go a ballet actually looks down on the competition world 
including these tricks, which are like acrobatic movements, very popular in Cirque du Soleil. Are you doing flips all the time, Walls? No, I couldn't do that. And my mom, because we didn't do competition studios, we didn't have to learn them. Mm, So it was more more like ballet training. But don't worry about (laughs) it, Walls. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Well, my mom was actually a gymnast, so she would have been doing it. Wow, that's so cool. Um, but anyway, they, Abby, like, puts so many of those flips in so that they can just max out on all of the scores, which is probably also how confusion happens for the judges when they're like, is this category Mm. out of 20 or 25? Mm. Well, she did all these freaking flips. She gets 27. (laughs) And then they're like, (laughs) no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there so really nice. were like an outrageous number of flips yeah, so she, yeah. <laughs> like when i feel like asia did a flip without her arms and i was like is that even legal she's so young <laughs> yeah <laughs> somebody to help her do that yeah well it's also okay, easier when you're younger helping. because you're so much bouncier your joints are not getting hardened yet so a, a huge plot line for brooke is that like she's having extreme back pain and it's like yeah because you were a contortionist since no. you were probably like four or five no no and no matter how safely you do that there's gonna come a time where there's like the upkeep is just too hard the main scary so mm. Yeah. I have a one quote left. I don't know if anyone else has right. more quotes. I have one more too. Go ahead. Okay. My quote was, it was another thing that Abby said, which was, if we win the dance, maybe we'll win the cure for cancer. <laughs> I wrote that. That was mine yeah. as well. What a wild thing to say. Yeah. This could cure cancer. This could, our dancing Who could knows? cure cancer. Who knows? This could cure cancer. We have no idea. Better it go might. out there and give it your all. And also, like if if it if pressure. you don't do a good job, it means that you didn't cure cancer. cancer <laughs> yeah. your, it's actually your fault that cancer still exists. Yeah, because you're pretty. It's ugly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a lot of Christ. pressure to put on people. Oi, should we also, get into casting? Here's the thing, couch? though. They did win. Oh, yeah, I know. Win. Of course, they were going to win, <laughs> and. Cancer, cancer was, was sure. We just forgot. We just forgot to like track <laughs> to tell the cancer researchers. Yes, they're just fixed. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Casting, casting couch. Casting couch. Oh, sorry, casting couch. I wrote casting, casting crouch. <laughs> casting crouch. Is there um, anyone that we identified with? No, not a single person on the show. Walls, did you identify Walls? with Walls? The kids. Yeah, yeah. Because of your own Which, dance background. Oh, sure. The desire to perform. I mean, I'm the eldest daughter. Like mm-hmm. the desire to be good. I'm. I'm also an Enneagram one. For any freaks who are into mm-hmm. that, I'm into Enneagram. Um, we love. We love the Enneagram. Yeah. Here. I don't know what that is. My, my basic oh. fear is that I am morally corrupt or bad. That's definitely what I think Chloe and Maddie are. Mm, yeah, so, definitely. So, it's interesting. Like, I, the difference between one and three. I was about to say, I'm. I'm curious. You don't think so, three? Because three to me is. But I. But I think type one and type threes. I'm a type three. I think is that. Um, I feel like my main distinction is that type ones would rather not do than do poorly, and type threes would rather mm. do poorly than not do. So a type one 
interesting. Like to me, I agree with you that I think Maddie is a type one because she leaves the dance and is like, Oh, I mess up the turns. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. really upset before she's even heard the scores. She's just yeah. upset because mm-hmm. she is, didn't do it perfectly mm-hmm. versus a type three would be much more concerned with how are the scores going to end up? Like, yeah. How did uh, I well, do- and that, that is a key difference because type ones have a constant inner critic Mm-hmm. that no other type has to the same degree yes. and that's that's what initially i figured maddie was a three and then as i watched the show her inner critic is so loud and like mm-hmm. a one wants to be beyond reproach mm-hmm. so maddie feels safe when she's at the top it's not even that like she needs to win for herself it's just so that she's safe from mm-hmm. outside critique while a type three has like kind of a bottomless black hole need for, for validation. External. <laughs> yeah, for external validation. <laughs> and if they're not receiving it, then they don't exist. So it's yeah. like I think a type one, a type one could be, I mean, Maddie could be alone in a room if she if she were doing the perfect dance, she would be like, good. But a type three would be like, I can't deal with that. I can't deal I with it. I need an audience. Yeah, I need, I need some kind of audience. And hmm. Yeah, that's what I would say. I think the distinction is. Yeah. So it's cool because it talks about why you do the things you do. It doesn't say what you do because you could do, we could all do five different things. Sky's the limit. You can do anything. (laughs) Yeah, baby. You guys. You can cure cancer with this dance number. (laughs) Well, the other thing I like about Enneagram also is that it's not assigned to you. Like you can kind of figure it out by reading about them. You can take quizzes if you want, but also it's. Don't take the quiz. It's usually very easy just to read the descriptions and then the one that you're like, oh, fuck, like, that's my fear. That's me. Like, it's very easy to figure that out. Although I feel like my friends who are type nine sometimes don't. Can't figure themselves out. It's common for fours to not identify because they want to kind of be everything. They're like, I can't be put contained. Or yeah. identified but the type four is sometimes i don't know i think a lot of type fours are like that's me i'm the one that no one sometimes they are is. yeah it can it can go it's like you usually get one of those it's extreme there's not yeah. usually a middle ground for fours yeah it's funny you say that walls because i feel like I, maybe it was a Brene brown podcast or something but talking about how a lot of type fours if there's anything about enneagrams all the type fours are always like and i'm gonna be the only type that is my type here <laughs> like there won't be anyone else uh, of yeah. my type here and then it's like yeah. no there are like some no, type sorry here. guys and the type <laughs> yeah. fours are like mm, i don't know i thought i kind of would be the only one which is interesting yeah they don't believe that other people are also a four right oh. they think they're it's the individualist it's like they think they're the mm-hmm. one of their kind but the, the thing is i feel like that's very that's not the whole thing with type four so like type four is a very four. authenticity they're about I feel they like i have to say feel that. Yeah, Ashley's a type four. I'm surrounded by type fours. Yeah. I love type fours. You guys are talking about fours. me, and and I so I just want to come forward and say that. <laughs> what are you, Chloe? I'm a type three. That's why I said type the bottomless three. black hole. Oh, got it. The success oriented. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing with type threes to me though is um, that's the one I identified with when I read it. But I think that often each one gets defined by the negative of it. Like if it's the extreme, like it's very easy to identify them when they're extreme. Mm-hmm. So like a type three and extreme is, is like, can be a nightmare you go person. To the peacekeeper? But I think, yeah. When I, you're stressed, you go to nine if you're three. Yeah. Oh, I, oh yeah, you do. 
Yeah. Mediation. Kind of like, I'm just not going to do it. Let's start an Enneagram podcast. Well, I think I get, I can do definitely when there is conflict, I become major mediator stuff, but ultimately it's a lot of mediator because I, what we call major mediator to work. I'm like, okay, let's mediate, let's figure it out so we can kind of like keep moving. That's very nine stuff back to work. Yeah. Because you want to um, get back to the efficient thing. Yeah, yeah. I want to get back to productivity. Like I want to get back to and achieving and of, doing. Speaking anyway. of that, getting should back we, to should like, we finish getting back the to podcast? This podcast that we were doing um, <laughs> no. before we started doing the Enneagram podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, um, which is going to be a spinoff coming Casting this fall. couch. Listen, I have a casting couch. I identify okay. with someone. Who? Which is, I identify for one moment with the, um, Asia's mother when she was mm. like, trying to figure out what happened with Kelly and Christy, like trying to get the gossip where she was like, wait, what happened? Why aren't you talking to each other? So like, what's the deal? Like, why is it being quiet? I'm like, I definitely, that is so me. Like if I get into a room and there's tension between people, I'm like, cool. What happened? What's going on? Let me in. Chloe, I put that. It was when I dissociated was when the uh, when Asia's mom, Christy had, um, asks everyone right in front of Kelly and Christy what's happening. I was like, yes. I was so uncomfortable with that. Really I would know. hate that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was like, wait, are they cutting away? Are they still in the room? Like, you yes. can't ask that question while they're in no. the room. Oh, no. She's like fully and leaning forward and looking at both of them. So what's happening it. here? <laughs> you're not speaking. Why are you in this corner and you're in this corner? I love that. I was like, I feel like that's totally me. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. To anybody. If anyone cared to know about me, the only four <laughs> the in the four. room. Um, yeah, I didn't relate to anyone because I'm actually sort of a little bit different from other people. <laughs> I'm sort of unique. Kind of a unique perspective. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I didn't I did not relate either. Um and yeah, I feel like honestly we didn't get to see enough of the little kids like personalities in this episode to mm-hmm. like kind of feel like I was similar to any of them. Um yeah. this episode is definitely heavier on the moms. Yes. Which I was debating like should I do that because you are missing out on this other element. But I was like, you know what, if we're going to be talking about it, I'd rather talk yeah. about the moms because they're grown yeah, yeah, yeah. consulting they're adults. Grown. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, totally. I get that. No, I think um, it was the right choice. I think you made the right choice. That said, I did dissociate watching Chloe in the wings with her costume and her little track it watching her like best friend and arch enemy do the same exact dance that she just did yeah and her face i mean she's she's both of them are really truly amazing dancers yeah all of the dancing was performers yeah and you can just see her emotions like that's what's so magical about chloe is she is this like really pure expressin expressor um Expressus. Um watching her just stand there like with her little water bottle. And like you you like kind of see the kid again. And it's like, yes. oh right, this kid has math homework. Yeah. And like probably has stuffed animals. Yeah. yeah, that's when I was like, I need to leave my body because it's too painful. It's yeah. so sad. I dissociated when Christy and Jill were in sunglasses in the car. And staking out the the studio, and then kind of like 
tiptoeing up and then like sending one of them in and then sort of like cackling and giggling and running away. And I'm like, I don't understand why it has to be this roundabout way of like, why do you have to stake out the studio to like, I don't know. It just was, I, it just was very thoughts on that. Yeah. If you want to hear. Yes. Yeah. Yes, One is like the arrested development. Um yes. Kristen mm-hmm. is really young. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's in like her early 30s. Um, but Christy's really young and obviously behaves also like a very young person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I think there's that element of like you're not making a good decision right now. And I also think everyone in this world is like that and is so petty that Mm -hmm. if they were to find a straightforward way of doing this it would be like undercut or covered up or they wouldn't be able to succeed in getting the quote-unquote proof Mm -hmm. that they're yeah that's the headspace i think they're in again whether or not any of this is how it would play out i'm not sure but i do think all of these women are so cutthroat that they're like, if she gets any wind of us entering the studio or being there ahead of time, she will like interrupt the lesson so that it can't happen so that it can't be proved. Ooh. So psycho. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I can follow you. Like, I can follow that down. And I think the place that we end up in is a psycho place. Yeah. yeah. Or like you're that 13 and your brain is not fully formed. And you right. think this is how the world works. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, that's why. Yeah. I mean, definitely arrest development for sure. Um, I would say dissociation. I dissociated a lot. I was I was more out of my body than in my body most of this episode. Mm. I would say Asia's dance, the how incredibly like the, the lyrics were so fixated on like the male gaze, like appealing yeah, to yeah. the male gaze, basically. That was horrifying. And she did great. The dancing actually in some ways was mm-hmm. my favorite part, even though it was also oh, like yeah. disturbing. But it was like the yes. dancing was very impressive and fun. Totally. Um, I think the fact that one of the girls was named Chloe was hard. Um, <laughs> we've watched other shows with people. There was one show we watched with a girl, was, a woman was named Chloe, but she was in it very briefly. And I feel like we've watched stuff with Katie and Ashley's name more, but this is the first time mm. there was a lot of focus on the name Chloe and there was so much. So the time that the award was taken from Chloe and then there was like no it was taken from you. Allowed. It was taken from me and given to Maddie. Yeah. And the fact that like no crying was allowed, like everybody had to mm-hmm. kind of act like it was okay. was like Horrible. so fucked up when oh, Chloe yeah. walked over and handed the award to Maddie. Ugh, it was like ah, gutting, like chilling, so scary, mm-hmm. so gutting. And um, also Walls, when you said the thing where you were like, Chloe was watching Maddie, her best friend, but also arch enemy mm-hmm. made me realize that that is such a childhood Mm-hmm. phenomenon like very rarely in adult life are you like my best friend is also the person i compete against the most and like mm-hmm. my worst enemy like you know what i mean like there's just very rarely you're in life where you're in professional competition with your friend but that does happen a lot when you're a kid mm-hmm. like either academically yeah. or in extracurriculars that you're like com- often it's like let's say you're like a really nerdy kid you often become friends with other nerdy people and you're in your classes together it's like you are in competition with people often you're very close with. And it's like really complicated. It's very complicated dynamic, which I was just thinking about when you said that. So that's just um, really messed up. And then also no one else has talked about this, but one of the other 
um, dance groups won an award and the name of their dance was he's my son <laughs> oh i missed that i was that. like huh <laughs> it was, it was a young, a young it was woman two who, girls took yeah grabbed the young girl award i completely uh, missed that i, I missed that too <laughs> he's my son that's he's my so son. silly well the t- names of the performances were just like are just kind of you know i was in what was it a ribbon it was be anything living in the ribbon or something old west with the ribbon living with the ribbon too hot to handle those were the titles this episode and then my son son, which came in second apparently was pretty good but Mm -hmm. i was like what the fuck song could a child do (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck dance could a child do to the song The, the title he's my son like what are we talking about here he's my son yeah i mean it reminds me of the song that i danced to let's hear it for the boy like (laughs) if there's something about it i'm like let's hear it for my son (laughs) what's amazing here's my son is like i don't know is it about is the song is the dance about the little girl being a mother or Wait, is it what like is it? Here's he's my, my son. he's my son he's like what if it's oh, son s u n i'm telling you it's the subtitle could be wrong but the subtitles could be wrong it could be he's my why does that make more sense it's pointing to the sky he's my well that lana del rey song that hadn't come out yet had it no he's my son he makes me shine like diamonds when you still love me when i'm young and beautiful i'm seven years old young and that would be an incredible song for abby to have them dance to (laughs) you still love me when i'm no longer young and And honestly she probably did because that's a whole other thing about this show is that when you're at a dance competition you can use any music when you're on tv you have to get copyrighted i have some news you can't use copyrighted oh yeah yeah that song came out in 2013 Oh, so wow. I, I don't I think, think that's what that. was happening. I don't think so. He's well, my son. He makes me shine. <laughs> that's it. I mean, maybe that's the song they used for living with the ribbon. We don't know because pretty much all of the music that's in the show is copyright free music just for the show. Yes. And they, they put they it over, over it? like, yeah, they were doing probably Lady Gaga music. They were yeah. probably doing like crazy to me what you're saying. Yeah, I think occasionally maybe there's overlap just because sometimes the theme is like so specific. And then you watch the, yeah. like, for example, we had to watch Asia lip sync. Right. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say, that's I feel like where... I know that Asia song. <laughs> yeah. You probably do. It's like one of the actual songs. So yeah, that's just a whole other weird. You think they wrote? They wrote a royalty free song that had some overlap with the words that Asia herself was mouthing during her performance. I do think so. Oh, okay. And they cut it together. I think they're making music that goes with the dance. Like they're they're not dancing to these songs. But the music and that they're putting in in post goes with the song, so that yeah. you for the viewer that's, to watch. That's hard work that like, they've done. I know, isn't yeah. that crazy? I feel like because crazy. it's also one of the few like artsy shows where you do actually get to watch yeah. pretty much the whole performance, yeah. or at least like a longer. The fact that we're seeing like at least a minute of each of these 
is unique. Um, So yeah, I'm with Katie because I also think I've been trying to track it. And I think the woman (laughs) who sings these songs sings like most of them. So they probably just hired her for the season. Whoa. Okay, Okay, Chloe, why were you laughing? What was so funny to you? I was laughing because I feel like Walls explained it. Then Ashley explained it. And then Katie explained it (laughs) again, but longer. Yeah. Okay, everybody (laughs) has their own style of learning. Everyone, and it's the same style. Everyone, what we've said. I was the only listener, so I was just like listening to it be explained. (laughs) No one was listening. Could you you understand it? Us through it. I wasn't listening when they explained it. They weren't listening when I explained it. (laughs) But I was only Chloe is listening. Okay, I feel like we've covered this. Like, Um, yeah. I feel like we've covered so it. What but you're it saying like is kept coming back around. So what? But what you're talking about is like how they would have had to dub over the music <laughs> yes. again. that they were actually performing to. Yeah, yeah. Is that what? Can is that someone the part? explain that? <laughs> oh, is that the part that you're thinking about? Um, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what it is. If someone could explain it again for me, that'd be great. <laughs> Listen, we were we. I think we covered everything. It's two twenty one. Oh in boy. my time zone. In your time zone. Mm-hmm. Should we, Katie, don't should we tell us what time thing? it is. It's not. It's not. It's that's your time. It's two twenty one. In my time zone. <laughs> Let's go out on a fight. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Would love that. Would love to end in a on fight. Theme. Well. I guess, I mean, we did our psychology stuff. Yeah, suggestions for healing. I don't feel like, I don't know if I have any good ideas for how they could heal because I feel like it's too late for them. You know, it's like (laughs) this vicious cycle of abuse that continued on for seasons and seasons. It's sad. um, Yeah. I mean, there there are a few like what what happens. Um, Kelly, who is the mom of Brooke and Paige, ends up suing abby for wow. assault um, holy and shit abuse. good I would that, not have that's the thing that, that happens but i'm on board um, abby is also the show abby goes to jail down. yeah there's a, the show shuts down oh, for I a period about of time that. because abby uh does lots of illegal things with money yeah um pretty recently maddie spoke about how the show was super traumatizing and awful and that she talked Ooh. to her mom and her mom apologized for putting her through it wow and so there is like it does sound like there is some like repair work happening mm. which is pretty cool that's um, wonderful and kind of i think pretty amazingly um all of the girls are still on social media um several of them are at universities mm. and you know, I don't know if they're actually okay, but I feel like maybe they are. Like, there haven't been Aww. any huge, like, crashes, like what we tend to see, especially with the acting, the child actor industry, where, like, mm. drugs usually get involved. Um, so maybe that's a credit to dance. Maybe it's a credit to the parenting. Maybe it just didn't get out. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. On an earlier episode, we watched Pretty Little Liars and we watched the documentary about the um, bling ring. That was that um, Alexis Nyers sort of talks about Pretty Little Liars. And I would love to see something like that with um, Dance Moms in the future, like Maddie Ziegler or Chloe or somebody talking about their experience and 
Because I feel like that was a very like redemptive arc for Alexis. Wait, what was the show? Oh, it wasn't Pretty Little Liars. It was. Pretty, oh, I'm no, sorry. It was. It was Pretty Wild Thing. Pretty, pretty wild. wild. That's it. Pretty, not pretty wild. Little Liars. Pretty I'm wild. sorry. Pretty yeah, wild. I was like, that's not reality. But I guess you guys watched it. No, no, Pretty <laughs> no. Wild is what we watched. We made an exception. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we didn't. <laughs> no. So, right. yeah. yes. Well, thank you, oh. Walza. Do you want to share socials with us? Where can we find yeah. you? Is anything you want to yeah. personally find yeah. you? Yeah, I'm a photographer. So, a very, very talented dancer. photographer. Oh, thank you. Um, dancer, dancer or otherwise. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying if you are a dancer and you She's want She's reaching me, out to dancers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Katie, when today. Wall said dancer, she actually meant she was reaching out to dancers. Reaching to, out. To take photos. Okay. Could you loop Katie in? Katie, I just I want to loop you in um yeah. just want to cc you on this basically what it walls was not intending to define herself as a dancer it was more just reaching out to people who might define themselves okay 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 i got it oh thank yeah. you um yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm horrified at myself um but that's the one thing <laughs> so you're a photographer and so, so where do we find your photos yes so i'm on instagram with my last name, which is Trimble Nader. Like I'm the Terminator, but I'm Trimble Nader. And my website is walls-like-buildings.com. Oh, awesome. that's cute. That's I love that. Yes. Yeah. And and yeah, come into my DMs with your dance bombs theories and mm-hmm. conspiracies. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, great, great wishes. I'm yeah, always you, happy to continue the conversation of dance moms. You watched a lot of dance moms in the in a, over the course of a short amount of time. Is that correct? I watched 52 episodes in under two weeks. That's wow. so many episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I also um, would love when we post this for us to all share some dance photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 From we'll we do that. Track those down. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you have a, an episode of reality TV that you want us to talk about, send it our way. We love suggestions. My name is Katie Maravich. You can find me on all across social media at Katie Maravich. And I'm Ashley Albert. This is Women Ashley Albert. You can find me at Smashbert on Instagram. This is Chloe Cole, and you can find me at Chloe or whatever on Instagram. Don't forget, we also have an Instagram for our podcast. It's at sorry, never seen it underscore the pod. It's also on TikTok. And so it is. You fucking rock, girl. We've never seen it. We are sorry, 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 never seen it.